ah, self-care. It's never really there when you need it most. It's easiest when you're already feeling fine, then you can care for yourself perfectly well. I have to say, I feel like something of a hypocrite talking about self-care and nurturing the artist within, because while I logically know what I need to do, I can be absolutely desperate in taking my own advice. I, I, be nice to yourself. That's that's for starters. Um, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes the inner writer is neglected and I paid the price for that. First thing is I try to be really gentle, which is very, very hard for, for me to do. But I do try to be really, really gentle and compassionate with myself and my inner artist. Sleep, read, and where I can find it, sheer joy. take breaks from from writing it's it's that doesn't mean not doing anything but it does mean just doing something else self-care for me is managing to get some quiet time at my desk i find i need quiet time first thing in the morning So for the self-care, I have to prioritise um, grounding myself in the day that I'm in. And I do that by, I go for a sea swim first thing in the morning and I go to a gym class in the evening. And then there's things I do, I can go for a swim, which really helps, um, or a walk by the sea or by a lake and or in woods, I love trees and I can feel the wisdom of trees when I'm walking amongst them and that really nurtures me. I keep in touch with nature, uh, walks in the country, walks on the beach. And again, nature and, and wildlife and just been out there even by the water. And both those activities are so physical and so different from writing and thinking and sitting down that they're just really good for me for, for balance. I think you have to build on your experiences to call on your dormant spirit. You have to find that inner belief in yourself. I do meditate a lot. I meditate twice a day and that definitely helps to fill the well. 
I meditate a good bit. I meditate. Um, I do self-hypnosis and I try to eat well, sleep well, you know. Uh, Self-care as a writer um, is to just take breaks from, from writing. It's, it's, that doesn't mean not doing anything, but it does mean just doing something else. I take photos. And I do that constantly. The light in my kitchen in autumn, the sunset, what I see out walking or driving. I believe that in life you should always follow whatever inspires you and seek it out. I also like to play with colour. Play with colour. Colour. To, 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 to paint. I keep a couple of canvases at hand and drawing paper. I, 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 I use acrylics and pastels. I try to treat the writer part of myself like a kid. Give it things it likes to do as much as I can. If it's had to do a bunch of things it hasn't really wanted to do because I need to do those things, then I will treat it with some time out to watch shows or films or read or play games or go on some sort of small adventure a hike or a walk or a trip somewhere fun or hang out with friends. I love the cinema because you spend that time giving yourself over to that story and you leave the world outside the door for those two plus hours. It's very different to watching a film at home where your phone is always just within reach to neutralize what you're engaging with. I try to connect with philosophy that looks at the world in a magical way. Alan Moore has been a big influence on me and I love that he looks at art like it's magic that shapes and elevates human consciousness. And artists like we're magicians, and our actions as having symbolic power. As a writer, you're trying to get into that magical place, to pull something into being that hasn't been there before, in particular with regards to what I like to write, which explores the magical and the fantastical. And I think that living life with a magical mindset can be very powerful creatively. I'm still in the early days of exploring this, but I know that the blunt and brutal everyday patterns and systems that we've built for ourselves can be draining and destructive, and can leave us feeling powerless. But by shifting your perspective and applying a conscious meaning to your actions, something as mundane as getting a haircut can be profound if you engage with it as a symbol of change in your life. The other thing I do to nurture the artist in me is to listen to music because it helps me dream. Dream, dream. Help 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 help. Like listening to music, music, music. Keeping in touch with other art forms. It's like listening to music. There is always music. I sit and listen to music. Listen to an awful lot of music. And, 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 and. Because it helps me dream. Very often that is spiritual. Like the music of Hildegard of Bingen or Gregorian chant, or even Native American chant. 
this quietens my soul and takes me to a deep meditative place. When I'm more energetic, I like jazz. The musicians and their instruments are conversing without talking a lot of the time. For me, that's absolute magic. Gets me moving again. I dance when no one is watching. But I love having a long stretch of uninterrupted time. Just, just to focus on the page or just to read articles that I've piled up and I just haven't got to in my own daily life. As we head into winter, wrapping myself in a blanket and sitting by the fire to read is also regenerative for me. I am a little beggar man and beggar I have been. Reading, but not reading the books I should be reading because they're relevant right now. I mean reading for pleasure. Browsing at a bookshop and picking up something and reading the first page and deciding that I have to keep going and buying the book and bringing it home. And I read. Sometimes I read poetry or a good book. And I still read novels and short stories with an eye to, can I learn something? Is there something here I haven't seen and that I could use? I head to books on creativity, on craft, on writing. Um, I don't watch much TV at all, but sometimes a well-written movie or show will do that for me as well. I just try to feed, you know, my mind um, interesting films and music. I enjoy that. Uh, I really do. Uh, I enjoy being other writers and, and saying, oh, Jesus, that's good. How did he, she manage that? Some of my favourites are Natalie Goldberg and, yes, Julia Cameron. But I, I immerse myself in, in well-known writers and maybe other writers that just talk the craft very well. I met the little faxy hair girl one day. Good morning, little Sometimes reading for pleasure for me even means going back to a book or a story I've read before and savoring it all over again because it always works to remind me why I want to do this, why I want to write. I also have... I also have... have I also have... collected um, different sayings and um, quotes from other writers, creative people. Anything where it just stimulates the dry patches that I might go through and it, it usually, all, all of those things combined work. They always work. I think part of the reason I struggle with these things is maybe my tendency towards extroversion. I love to be out and about meeting people, but my writer self has more of a need for a quiet time, so there's always that tension in me. I try and organize it that if there's somebody else in the house, that I get up an hour or two before 
before the person. I just need that time to myself before I've even said good morning to anybody else. I think too that it's good to allow yourself to have a fallow season just to take the time to reflect and allow new ideas to emerge and come together in your mind. It's important for me to have new experiences and travel and meet a range of people. Having a bit of a social life. You know, meeting people and just having the crack. I also do by, by talking a lot to people. Just having the crack is obviously good self-care. Just to be out in the world and living fully. Listening, talking. I'm really interested in human stories and what the components of a person's character are, so I like getting to know new people. This is about being a part of something bigger. I also attend regular readings and launches and try to keep up with new collections and new work. It's great to chat to other creatives and to other writers. It can be very inspiring, very nourishing as well. Yeah, and self-care is being in the company of other people who, who have the same interest. Uh, to be part of a writing group or more than one group, um, to attend workshops regularly on craft and to get feedback um, on, on your work. Um, I think all of those things um, help. I find that listening to other writers sometimes can just, if I'm stuck with something, can be the thing that will unstick me. Probably the most um, important thing that I do to nurture my inner artist is surrounding myself with other creative, like-minded, positive, supportive and encouraging people. So I think what I find best is the couple of friends I have who are writers, who are people I trust, whose judgment I trust. I have quite a number of friends who write and they understand the frustrations and the pain of being a writer. Uh, I think it's really important to have um, network supports. Um. They understand how awful it can be to not be able to get out the story you want to tell or to be unsure about how to tell it. And I'm very lucky to have some really genuine writer friends who can share the love and the joy and the disappointments of the writing life with. And they're people who I know have my back and who genuinely are supportive and delight um, when I do well as I delight when they do well. They understand the highs of publication acceptance and the lows of another rejection. And they understand how much stuff, this stuff matters in a way that other people don't. And letting off steam to them or having good long conversations about 
life as well as about work, I find that um, is like balm for the, the inner the inner artist. The inner artist that can um, can shrivel to the size of a pea. And so you need to share with people you trust um, the value of what you know is what you must do with your with your life. And a roller in my yard down by the tiny outside. Your own writing community believe in you when you can't hold on 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 to your own self-belief and that is very very needed sometimes. Um, and they're always good for casting an eye over something and offering some constructive feedback. I think that when you are nurturing your inner artist, you're almost saying to yourself, look, it's all right, it's safe to come out and play, to come out and write. You have to create the illusion, perhaps, that this thing really matters. Uh, it mightn't matter to the wider world or beyond, you know, a small band of readers. I know someone said if you have to show up every Monday morning at 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock for a couple hours, and if nothing happens, nothing happens. But at least if you show up, and uh, look at the blank page and uh, try and get something down or look at the blank, blank screen, whatever. I, I think for, for it to be successful, you still have to maintain the illusion uh, around yourself or within yourself that uh, it, it really does matter. And that there are um, worthwhile things to be achieved with the poetry. You're back again to to uh, having a regular enough lifestyle, getting good sleep and having a, having a regular time to go into your study or go into whatever place that you create your work. Um, I have my studio or my office and you just sit at the desk and you put things on paper and you begin to make them work or try to make them work and that's how I nurture it. And uh, you just have to show up and, and contribute regularly and eventually a body of work builds up over time. Basically, it's 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 hard. writing is no different to being a carpenter or anything else. You just get on with the job. That's the way I, I see it anyway. Uh, that idea of care as well would apply more widely, I think, to the way you look after your submissions, the way you uh, just celebrate the few things that get accepted. Um, you observe the courtesies. You enjoy the look and the feel of um, maybe an essay coming back in a journal or a book review or a poem or whatever. The, the mechanics and the materials of the craft mean uh, quite a lot to me. And I suppose now that I've said all of that, maybe self-care is as simple as giving myself 
the time and space to do all of the above. Oh, and uh, the other thing for self-care is I stay off Twitter. And I think like anything else, um, you have to practice, you know, you have to write, even if it's not stuff that you're submitting anywhere or sending out into the world, you have to keep writing to just practice your craft.